Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. The time uh, today is uh, April 8, 2022. The time is 3.30 p.m. Reddy Newman PC has been conducting Zoom conference calls or conference calls for the past 10 years. If you have any question, please uh, raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know you're a newcomer. Gopi? Gopi? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Hi. So this question is actually my mother has an agreement card and she hasn't been here in the U.S. after 2019. And we wanted to, you know, get her here. We have one wedding coming up family in month of July. She has to give up the green card and the, she didn't apply for the re-entry permit, did she? She did not apply. So, yeah. so the she has to give up that, the green card and she has to apply for the visiting visa. Correct. So can she get like, you know, she can fly here and on, on, on arrival. Can she get that visa? Because no. They will so, detain her, put her in jail for three days, and will send her back. Okay, so no, not possible at all. And so because visa interviews are not, I mean, the, the whole thing is about, you know, all the appointments are not. not I'm pretty not, aware of it. I'm pretty aware of it. But there's nothing else I can do for you. So, okay, so, sorry. Okay. All right. Thanks. Next person, please. Santosh. Hi, Rahul Redikar. Uh, thanks for taking this. Uh, so, I have a situation. So, my spouse is on H4. We applied for H4 to H4 and actually our employer, uh, she's working as FTE role. So our employer applied for a H1 this year and last year, he didn't pick up. So, but we got a H1 picked up for this year through a consulting firm. Uh, my, my question is uh, what happens if the H1B petition got selected in second round from FTE employer? That's one question. And the second question is, is there any time limit to do H1B transfer? Because our preference is to transfer from the consulting to FTE, and which we informed both the employers. Our problem is this is what normally happens, though. The consulting company that filed the H1Bs, they will get the H1B approval, though. If they get the H1B approval, though, so you don't need to file a H1B with a full time company. They can, if they want to, still file the H1B under the new quota if they want to. My problem with the, the, the consulting companies are, if they are a fraudulent companies, which I know that some of the companies who file H-1Bs for the people who are not working, most probably will be fraudulent people. They give the H-1B and then down three, four years down the line or two years down the line, they will come and revoke the first H-1B. Even if she moves on to the second H-1B, she will be barred to stay in the United States at that point of time. Okay, I see. Okay. So I am a bit cautious on applying H1Bs 
with the consulting companies where people don't work for the company that's my opinion but if we get a job uh, is it like still uh, because she's that's, currently working in that's see when they applied for the lottery they must have a job if you get a job right now that means that they didn't so you may say jay you may say santosh that hey how do they know they will know because they file hundreds of other people and they will interview those people though including your wife and they will okay. tell hey there's no job on, believe me we represent some of those clients when they get into criminal prosecution these people we give up all the employees we they, that these my that they file all these things for rental we give them up okay i see i see okay so i want to be cautious on these companies next person please thanks bharat uh hi sir namaste uh uh actually my uh, i mean recently my uh, application got picked up in h1 so i'm still waiting for my consultant uh, to request for the all the documents to be present okay so the my question here is uh, i lost my old expired passport so uh, is there any barrier for the h1b petition in my case i just have a front and uh, back a page of soft copy with me uh, only i haven't raised a fir but, file but you you got the you got the new passport yes i have a new passport 3 years before it's oh absolutely no problem you good okay thank you thank you so much sir is there any uh, uh, fir i can go ahead and uh, file you can yes, file sir. a police report and keep the report copy with you online you can do that online in usa most of the counties okay i'm from india hyderabad yeah you can you can file a complaint and keep a copy of it but that should not cause any problem in you getting the h1b h1b okay okay sir thank you thank you so much next person please mohammed mohammed good mohammed i can't hear you hello yes mohammed hello can you mohammed, hear me now i can hear you clearly yeah thank you so my question is actually i am on student visa uh, just uh, holding up my student visa but uh, my h1b got approved on i797b uh, in the Why? october i went to india and then i reached uh, the why did it get approved on i797b uh i was in india at that time so my employer has filed in the i7 okay that's fine that makes sense yeah. go ahead and then i restamped my student visa and then i came back on student visa so right now at this point my my i got a full time role and my future employer is going to you know that transfer so with the, with the, with the current so with the future employer is going to transfer your h1b okay keep right. going yeah so it's going to be happened so today uh they did some error where last week the lca got uh, approved certified and they were they were filing my h1b but unfortunately mm-hmm. again the attorney told to the to me that we are refiling re reposting the lca because there were some problem in the lca so they will they will do it today but my mm-hmm. biggest concern is my uh, student service will be going to uh, get terminated on april 29th because my master program got uh, you know com- com- will going to be complete 
by April 29. So I don't think so. The LCA and the petition will take place before that. So what? Oh, should... LCA will take only one week. Uh, yeah, but la last time they did, it took uh, 10 days for them to get approved. So I thought but that... Even if it's 10 days, the 10 days is still before April 29. And after that, uh, I have to be on the I-797A, I right, to be on the H-1B because uh, legally I am a student in United States. But, but, but if they file the H-1B in premium processing, they mm -hmm. can file it before April 29. Okay, so there will be a no problem, even though if it is not get approved and the filing is... Going... Oh, yeah. If the filing and start date is before April 29th, you're fine. Okay, okay. So I thought that there will be a legally terminated and I have no, to... No, that. no, that's fine. Okay, so I don't need to uh, mean that to start a new program. If they, file, if, they, if they file before April 29th, I don't see any reason. Receipt number, you mean, right? But I have, I have one technical problem for you, though. Mm-hmm. The technical problem is how is this company filing an H-1B under the non-lotteries, right? They're filing in not in lotteries, right? It got it was already got selected last year. Yeah, but you technically are not counted towards H-1B unless you have an I-94, which you never had it. Right. Unless you have the H-1B stamping. Right. So how are they filing? Uh, I don't know. I have provided all the document to the immigration team and they started posting. Uh, I would recommend to extend the F1 for you though. Mm -hmm. Only the company that got the H1B can file for you. The different company, if they file, there's a 50-50 chance it may be denied. Okay, okay, okay. So they, they didn't ask anything like uh, the, like this to me. They said that you are okay. We are I going. know. Yeah, I would recommend to extend the F1 visa though for that reason. Mm -hmm. If the same company that got the H1B is filing a H1B, then you're good. But if uh -huh. it's a different company's filing, there's a 50-50 chance that will be denied. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Sudeepthi. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. Um, I'm on H-1B currently with my max out on 16th July 22. And my mm -hmm. husband is also on H-1. He has an approved I-140. I uh, and he's moving to a new company. So what we thought was, we'll I move up to H-4 for certain reasons. So we have filed for uh, um, a H-1 transfer for him, a chain of status for H-4 to me, for me and H-4 EAD. His H-1 mm -hmm. is approved. My H-4 and H-4 EAD, we've got the receipt numbers and the effective date starting from 20th April. And I put my resignation for 19th April. Now my employer has given me some certain other options after giving the resignation. So I would like to reconsider uh, continuing my job. Um, but as the MACA to since 16th July, I have my perm in process, which has been applied on 16 December 21. Um, so I'm, I'm thinking, what are my options? Um, sh shall I just take- First, first you, even though your H4 start date, you're given April 20th. Mm -hmm. You are under no obligation to stop working on April 20th. Oh, okay. You can work until July 16, 2022. Okay. And what if the H4 gets approved before that? But you have filed H4 EAD also, is right? Yeah. H4 and EAD will be approved at the same time, 98% of the time. Okay. If the 2% of the time come back to the conference call. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, there was a small change here. Like, um, but... What if my perm is also approved by June uh, and then my well, employer applies my I-140 in premium? So I'm good to continue working there, right? So about the H-4, we can 
withdrawal what does it look like don't withdraw those here is what happens mm-hmm. they will approve the h4 h4 and then they will withdraw it okay then you'll be out of status then will you'll be na garka na gatka so let it let it be there it's not okay. going to harm you it's not okay. going to harm you let the h1b get approved mm-hmm. what are the chance if they if the h1b gets approved and the h4 gets approved you are an h4 uh, my sorry sorry my i'm only i only only on h1 if your h1 extension gets approved okay okay mm-hmm. and later on the h4 gets approved mm-hmm. you will be an h4 ead okay but if the h4 gets approved first and then h1 gets approved later on you are an h1b whichever approves later you will be there okay got it uh, and if you have both approvals though whichever comes latest will count and you want to switch back mm-hmm. from h1 to h4 or h4 to h1 there are two ways you can do it you can pay us the money mm-hmm. we'll take our own sweet time to file and get it in 8 months or 10 months or you can go to mexico have a margarita Mm-hmm. and tell when you come back you pick your option mm-hmm. you're coming back saying that i'm working with company a coca cola here is h1b or i have the pay stubs and la 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 you come mm-hmm. or you can do one thing i'm married to this guy happily and i'm coming back you can do either of those things no questions asked okay got it so but so i don't want h4 yeah my yeah, one party will still be up, uh, in oh yeah even though you are on h4 ead they can continue the labor certification they can continue the i140 okay so and uh, no need to change the effective date on the h4 right to some word june no need to change it all no need to change it all you can okay. continue working until july and if you file the extension you can continue working afterwards next person please subhash subhash Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, go ahead. Hey, Rao. Thank you, sir. I can't understand what's going on. Yeah, I'm very... Subhash, I can't hear you. Uh... I can hear you a little bit better, but not clear. Sham? Hey, Rao. Thanks for uh, taking the question. Are you able to hear me? Yes. Yeah, Rao, I have... two quick questions first thing is my priority date is august 2012 and i applied uh, my eb2 to eb3 downgrade in 20 uh, sorry october 2020 and uh, it ended up in texas service center the only good news is my 140 got approved uh, my wife got ead and advance payroll i got ead my ap got denied because i went to india during that pending application so and also we got a medical rfp last october and we responded for the medical rfp so is that my application is a chance to move to national benefit center now 1000 a week yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah if i am lucky agree yeah and other question i have quickly is my wife i am still maintaining my h1 and i have a h1 visa but my mm-hmm. wife is on h4 and she is working on h4 ead right now and she mm-hmm. planned to go to india in june and if she mm-hmm. come back on ead and advance payroll is that going to impact my h1 because i want to continue my h1 until i get a gc and uh, also is that i also applied for inter filing so is that inter filing or my h1 is going to impact if she use advance no. payroll and ead no no it does not affect okay and uh, if i apply for advance payroll because it got denied last time how much time technically it may take it ended up in texas right because all my other applications are in texas 
It may take anywhere two months to one of 14 months. Okay, thanks Rahul. These are the questions. Thank you, Texas Service Center. Next person, please. Umapati. Yeah, hi. Hi Rahul, thanks for this call. Uh, I have a current petition valid until uh, September this year. And I, my extension got approved for, from September to 2015, uh, 25th September. <clears throat> so I'm going uh, vacation in India in May. Mm -hmm. And uh, in DS-160, which petition number I should use? The current extension the new, one? The new, new one that is expiring in September 2025. Oh, okay. And you will get a H-1B until September in 2025. When you enter into United States, you should be getting an I-94 until September of 2025. But some of the CBP officers will get confused, can only issue up to three years. Oh, okay. But uh, will they ask uh, current petition while coming? Is there any issue? No, right. Keep it. Always keep it with you. Why? Okay. You know? but because that validity starts from September. It won't be an issue, right? No, no. Not an issue. Okay. So I will use the extension petition number in DS-160. Yes, sir. Okay. And one more question. I applied for H4 EAD for my wife and last uh, last year, October. So if you go vacation, is there any issue? No. Uh, and it's still not approved. Uh, not yet approved. No. She can come back. Yeah. And when she comes back, tell her to show your H1B approval. She may get an I-94 until yours. If not also, her extension will be adjudicated properly. Okay. No, I didn't get that point. Like once we come back, we need to interfile something. That I need yeah. to... When, when, when she comes back though, uh -huh. she can show your H1B approval. Yeah. yeah. They may give an I-94 until September 2025. Oh, okay. Okay. If not also, they give only until September 2022. Oh. It will not be a problem since her extension is still pending. It will be adjudicated. She will be fine. No, but because she's also will get uh, stamped, a visa stamped. If she gets stamped, oh, if she gets stamped, whatever we're speaking is, we don't need it. You're okay. fine. She can still come back. No problem. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Rahul. Next person, please. Anudi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. So uh, my question here is, uh, right now I am on my F1 OPT first year. And my H1B got picked, uh, this lottery. So my company is going to file my uh, H1B in premium processing. Also, I'm going to file the STEM EAD this week, which is going to end. Do it. Yeah. So I'm uh, filing my STEM EAD this week. Uh, it's going to end on uh, May 31st. Uh, so uh, the thing is here, uh, I'm planning to travel to India in August. Oh. So everything if, you have been telling very good until now. So if my H1B and STEM EAD are approved before August, um, I, can I go and come back before October uh, from August to September? So come back on what? Uh, on STEM. What about your H1B? I'll be coming back before October. And then that means you give up the H1B. Uh, which one are you going to use you come back so my, my h1b starts on october 1st right so so when you come back in august though, how, what are you going to show them the stem stem approval stem so EAD. that's it you'll be on stem you're not count you're not an h1b 
but I can go again in October for the H1B filing, right? That means that you're going to go for stamping again. Yes, I just want to uh, visit for one month in August. So I spoke with uh, my DSO. He says we can go on stem and come back. You can, but when you are giving up your H1B, you're not realizing how hard it is to get to the lottery system because you got it first time. There are I mean, people that come to my conference call and says, I tried seven times to not get the approval. And now you're just giving up that H1B. So if I go, is it like giving up my H1B? Yeah, you are giving up the H1B because then you have to go again for stamp. Yes, I, if I can go in October, right? Well, yeah, you can. You can go and get the stamping again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I just want. Like, oh, we like you because if you get into trouble, we make more money. So is it a trouble if travel? If yeah, travel? I mean, you're doing two times. One for the STEM extension, then you're going for the H-1B stamping. And the consulates will look into these aspects of what you're doing. They don't like it. So okay. this I would recommend. I would recommend to go at one time in October. Once H-1B approval, that will be much better rather than going August. But technically speaking about, you may be able to come back in August. And you may, I mean, you're also assuming that the STEM extension is going to be approved by August. What if that is not approved? That's yeah, another problem that, that we are. Yeah, if yeah, that I is would, not I would definitely not want, I mean, if your life, if your life aim is to make immigration laws rich, go for it. Okay. Otherwise, go in October. Next person, please. Thank you. There's also okay. intent, though, uh, where we don't see many entry denials, but there is always a chance when you're coming back on a STEM extension, what's the purpose of your visit? Oh, I want to complete my STEM extension. Buddy, you have a H1B approval, so they may even deny your entry when you're coming back on STEM. They may. They don't normally, they may. Next person, please. Datta? Hi, uh, Rahul. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So uh, I uh, filed a downgrade uh, application in October 2020. I received the EAD AP um, and then I refiled uh, in two in uh, November 2021. I did not get the EAD AP yet on that one. So uh, my H1, uh, so my company did not extend my H1 in March, they said that I need to join them uh, on EAD because uh, I have been with them for the last 10, 11 years. So I did that finally. Um, now the problem is I, uh, for an emergency, my wife needs to travel to India. And I was thinking since I did not get the EAD AP for EB2, if she uses this, uh, the other uh, AP, will that cause any problem with the EB2 we application? Are, we are expecting there is a 10% risk in getting stuck with the first adjustment of status if you use old EAD. Only 10% chance. Did we see any problem for anybody? No, we did not. Why is the 10%? We have to tell that because we don't know if they would say that you're stuck with that. So same, same would be. So if I use, and if I've already used the EAD, it's, uh, there's no additional risk in using the AP. Is that? Uh, the you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. And, uh, okay. And another question, since my H1 has already expired in March, if I can 
chance and convince my employer to do a counselor processing and uh, revive them no i cannot hear you what you said so uh, my h1 has already expired in march so is there any chance that if i can convince my employer to do it i, I don't see i don't and... see the reason for you to do all that okay okay i don't see a reason to do all that i mean that's going there and getting the stamping i would take the 10% 10% risk doesn't mean it's going to be denied they may issue an rfe at the most they'll tell you to you're stuck with the, the first one so i would not take that extra step of h1b5 with you Okay. Next person, please. Thank you, Subhash. Hey, uh, can you hear me, Rahul? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I, uh, Rahul, I have very, very uh, different question. This is regarding my wife H four EAD and the one eighty days. Uh, actually, we applied for my wife H four on April two thousand nineteen, uh, and we got RFE after three months, and we responded to that. And the RFE was only because of the name change after the marriage. and we never uh, received that uh, uh, h4 ead in next next two years so so uh, in last uh, 2021 september we applied for the new uh, h4 ead as a fresh mm -hmm. application okay and that application mm -hmm. still in pending but in november 2021 uh, last year we received the h4 ead application that we applied in a 20 april 2021 uh, april 2019 19 so yeah april 2019 we received the h4 uh, ead and it was valid for december 2021 and of kind of 6 6 weeks it was valid only for the from november uh, mid to the december 2021 it's valid for only 6 weeks but my question is before because we applied the another ead it it is not basically the renewal of the fresh uh, previous ead because we we haven't received that by that time but we applied the new ead in september 2021 and now her h4 ead also uh, uh, h4 ead is pending her h4 got approved She has a I ninety four approved till April twenty twenty four because my H one also approved by now in January. Uh, so just wanted to check: is she eligible for? Uh, When did the work? first EAD expired? You said December twenty twenty one, on thirty first December twenty twenty one. But you didn't file the extension by December thirty first two thousand twenty one, is it right? Not extension. Uh, my extension H four. Yes, we applied in August only, and it's what about the E? What about the EAD? we applied in september 2021 as as a fresh uh, ead because we did not have any communication we check with them many times uh, but they just put covid reason and they just put the notes uh, and we requested okay our h1 is there i got i got the i got the point i got the point what you're asking yeah. since you did not applied for the extension will it be counted as a 6 months or will it not be counted as 6 months And and we revoked that application. We our uh, attorney said that because the H one in two thousand nineteen, whatever we applied, that H H one was already expired. That was eligible for I think mid of twenty twenty two or something. Because the time has already passed, they said there's no point in that. And we said that when uh, that's next... that H one H one B is. Well, if I were you, I would be employed. But the question, if I were you, I would be employed. But I'm not going to answer your question. I'm not going to tell you what you do. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? I mean, she has an offer. Actually, she wanted to join from the next. What week. I'm telling you, what mm -hmm. I'm telling you is, if I were you, I would determine myself that I am eligible for the six months because my uh, EAD expired on December thirty first of two thousand twenty one. My extension is pending. That's what I would. But I'm not going to tell you anything though. What to do? Oh. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's just in the same category and the. Uh, I got the point. Yeah. I told you what I would do. Next person, please. Yeah, I just quick question. So, if you try, try what? I got cut off. 
Is it okay if she files uh, a 485 for both of us again in EB2? Because we, I actually added her in my EB3. When oh, yeah. Are, are you maintaining the non-immigrant status? Yeah, yeah. We are both on H1. Absolutely, you can. Okay. So, no concerns if she has her own 485 yeah. for both of us. In, yep. Whichever and, comes first, we'll take it. Okay. They will administrate to close. Previously, they used to issue an RFP. They're not even issuing an RFP. They're administrative closing the file. Hey, you got the green card. We are administrative closing the file. Okay, great. Thank you. Next person, please. I'm going to take the last caller. And if you have any questions, guys, please post into the chat group. If it's three lines or four lines, and if I can answer in one line question, please um, post the questions there. Srinath? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, Rahul, uh, I'm currently I'm working in USA. Uh, recently, I traveled to India. So I got an opportunity with uh, some other company. So due to communication gap, uh, my HR hasn't updated my travel dates to attorneys. They have uh, filed my labor petition and H-1B transfer while I was in India. Uh, exactly on the March 10th, uh, labor petition, LCA, LCA in February, uh, petition filed, uh, H-1B petition filed on March 10th. March 14th, uh, I came back to USA. With my current uh, uh, current uh, uh, holding employer visa and uh, uh, I-797, uh, on March 15th, March 14th I came. On March 15th, the petition got approved. Okay. Uh, Was it approved with the I-94 or without the I-94? Uh, yeah, it's approved with I-94. That that I-94 referring to my old one. Got it. So uh, actually, uh, is it a valid scenario that the employer can? Uh, First of all. Which company do you want to work? A company or the B company that just got the approval in that you filed in March? A company so, is the old company. B company is the March company. Right. So I'm planning to join B company. But I, could, I could see some consequence, some problems uh, while starting uh, that company. So will it be in valid scenario? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So first, I, I, you have to tell me. So you forget about the law. Which company, you, if both are allowed, which company will you join? So I'm planning to join company B. Okay. Do you have the passport stamping? Yes. 2020. Till 2024. It's expiring in 2024. Yes. You can come back into United States with the passport stamping of company A. Correct. When you come into United States, show them I'm actually working with company B. Uh, no, I haven't shown because by that time the petition was. No, you will time. be. You will be working with when you come into the country though. You tell the CBP officer, I will be working with company B. No, I haven't told them. You, you are in India right now, sir, right? Huh. Actually, the thing, you know, the, the, they have communicated very late to me while, while my journey. Where are you right now? I'm in America, USA. Oh, you came back on the company ASH1B. Yeah, that's what. Oh, you can do one thing. Do margarita switch. Go to Mexico and come back. Uh, yeah, there is one more thing. Uh, can I have asked my the company B to refile the petition? Is that a fail? Not, no, that's fine too. You can do that because the, in that way we will make a lot of money. Yeah, or but, you go and just you can just go have a margarita and come back, show them the H one B approval of the company A. Tell them you're you're going to work for company B. That's it. They'll give you the I ninety four with company B. Okay, so uh, okay, either. That, how could the refiling be? There looks like they are willing to refile the application. They can, they can. That's how we make the money. 
Oh, okay. So will it be any issue like refilling the... Except the, the, no, everything will be fine. You'll be fine. You're absolutely. It's the same thing as transfer. The whole $2,000, lawyer's fees, premium processing, if you need it to, you don't need premium processing. Actually, they're going to file the transfer. But <laughs> I'll just go to Mexico and have a margarita and come back. So actually, okay. in a, you know, okay, in the current situation, right, if I leave the country and come back to USA, it will be a problem. I thought like that. So that's why no, I... No, 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 no. Anyway, so both, of them are, both of them are legal. One is cheaper. <laughs> Don't deal with lawyers. One is making lawyers rich. You pick your poison. Next person, please. Watch the video that I put it first 20 minutes, okay? Oh, sorry. Uh, I'll go to the questions, guys, now. Sorry, not callers anymore. Um, can I do refiling after interfiling? Absolutely, you can. The, it's the receipt date, not the notice date, Vijay. It's the receipt date. Uh, please don't keep on sending a lot of messages, guys. We'll have to block you guys out. Only one message. Um, uh, EB3 EAD card, if you use entry, if we have... But will it impact EB2485 in the process? Nitin, we are expecting there is a 10% chance of impact if you use the EB, EB3's EAD and advanced parole, only 10% chance. Um, refiling by the employer, do we need to prove the ability to pay? Um, we don't prove ability to pay when we file the 485. It's only when we file the I-140, guys. Since you're not filing an I-140, you don't have to. Uh, but, but I don't know if they have withdrawn the I-140 and you're refiling it, then definitely, if you're filing an I-140, though, definitely ability to pay have to be proved. Can I do interfile inter EB2 when EB2 I-140 is still pending? You can, but we advise you not to. Because we're telling the USAS officer, give me the green card. How can they give the green card when the I-140 is not approved? So it's not advisable for you to do that. Refile uh, wife's for if I got fingerprints updated, but my receipt notices Anything, say anything. I don't know what the question is, Sai. Automatic revalidation, sometimes land borders are not good. Sometimes they are good. But I, we normally tell people uh, to fly in if they want to switch from um, one visa to another visa, one company to another company, just like our other friend. Um, we normally tell them to fly, but can you go to the land border and come back? You can try, you're not going to be at a loss. If you live in Detroit, yes. You recently filed EB3 to EB3. I didn't receive a year here. My case was transferred to NBC. I got an interview. Do you want me to tell the interview that interfile? Yes. Not only that you tell the officer that you got interfiled. I will take the 485J supplement along with it, freshly dated, signed it today for the interview. Because who knows, these morons might not get it. A 
applied AOS I-140. It's in Texas Service Center for six months. I-140 got approved. My EAD expired. H-4 EAD in 920, expiring in 19. My husband's H-1B is still, should I wait for GCA or apply for EAD? Just apply for H-4 EAD. Please don't wait. You never know which one will get approved faster. Will EB3 India dates move in May? Well, iPhone, let's do one thing. I'll give you $5. You put $5. We'll go to the parrot guy and let's see what he says. Because that guy has been telling much better than I do. Um, company A filed perm and approved. Company B acquired company A success of interest. Planning to file premium processing, any chance of RFE because of the chance is not because of premium processing, guys. It just naturally there is a, a little bit more tendency for uh, RFE if there is a company change, though. But if proper documentation is done and senior, I would say senior, though, some of the young officers are also very good. Uh, so they can still approve it. I don't see a problem in it. It's not because of the premium processing, the problem is coming. Yeah, Raj, that's what, that's what you should do, automatic revalidation. Uh, uh, yes, you should watch the video if you have not watched it and it's expiring in July, is that right? Uh, yeah, you should try that. Uh, that's a very good option uh, that we invented, so you use that. I'll give you the video, uh, please note that. You can use that. <laughs> Shankar, I know they're insisting every time to interfile, but we haven't been getting any approvals with the interfiles though. So I don't know what to do with them. And now they are, these morons are telling to transfer all these applications to National Benefit Center. Somebody, and then the, the final action data has to be current for them. The I-140 must have been approved. Biometrics have been done. Once the officer verifies all those things, they will transfer to National Benefit Center. Why can't the guy spend extra 10 more minutes and approve the damn 485 case rather than sending to the National Benefit Center? I can't get it. Um, by the way, Shankar, we are filing, uh, uh, today uh, my team is filing a freedom of information to see how many resources were there in National Benefit Center that are available for the 485 and how many resources are there in the Texas Service Center, how many resources are in Nebraska Center. They're filing a national uh, uh, freedom of information. Let's see what they get in. Applied EAD in USA. Now in India, will EAD be canceled since I'm out of USA? I don't know what EAD you're speaking about. If it is an adjustment of status EAD, it will be adjudicated. If it's a H4, Depends on is it an extension of H4 plus EAD or just EAD? If it's just an EAD, it will still be approved. H4 EAD, was it extension EAD, fresh EAD, just fresh EAD? No, absolutely it will be approved if it's a fresh EAD. Even if you leave the country and come back, it will have no impact, none whatsoever at all on your EAD application. 
Um, Nitin, this 10% where did I come up with? This is based on my experience. I have no backing, but I can tell you, I, I don't have any backing on what I said about the 10% risk that I gave it to you. Uh, did I see any 485, EB2485 is denied because they have used it? No, I have not seen it. I'm just, I just made it up though, the 10% though. But as we go, as people get approval, I will change my opinion on it. They are in Moscow all the time, buddy. Vijay. Um, Rageesh, you are still eligible for the Dropbox, though. Uh, the rejection must be after the rejection. You got the stamping done, so definitely you are fine. You are still eligible for the Dropbox. Forex has been transferred from NBC to TSC. Damn. And ask my fingerprints in general. Does it mean our application has been open in TSC and it will stay there? Unfortunately, looks like. Because once the biometrics has been done, though, then it, it they can transfer it back to NBC, though. They can transfer it. Because I don't know why the Texas Service Center, Nebraska Service Center, has to get the biometrics done. Uh, why NBC cannot get it done if the application is there? Thank you guys. Next conference call will be on Monday at 3.30. Sorry, I couldn't answer all the questions. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.